Son of God, He is near. He chose to walk with us these tribal trails. Tribal trails. Hello and welcome to Tribal Trails. You probably have noticed that some people in the Bible have a lot written about them. Obviously, Jesus comes to mind. But so does others, such as Abraham and David in the Old Testament and the Apostle Paul in the New Testament. On the other hand, there are some people that have only a few verses written about them, but they are still well known by Christians. Jabez is one example. But today's program is going to focus on another less mentioned Bible figure. Our guest, Frank Ward, will take a look at the few verses there are about Enoch in order to see what we could learn about him. Frank will also show us lessons from Enoch that we could apply to our lives. Another guest will provide examples of how they've done that in their own lives. Let's join Frank. Hello, I am... Frank Ward. I am the pastor of Kikino Bible Church in uh, northeastern Alberta. Today we're going to look at uh, a Bible character from um, the book of Genesis, and his name is Enoch. And uh, he lived quite a few years longer than most people live today now. Um, of course, uh, he is found in the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis has a lot of wonderful um, teachings in there. And by this time already, um, Adam and Eve had, uh, had chose to, to rebel against God and to go their own way instead of God's way. And now, uh, because of their disobedience, they had um, now a sinful nature that, that is part of their life now. And uh, it's part of us that, that rebels against God and goes, goes against Him. And, and this particular character here in, um, in Genesis chapter 5 and verses 18 to, to 24 is what I'm going to be reading. And this is what it says. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, Jared lived 800 years, had sons and daughters, so all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. Enoch lived 65 years, and he begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Just thinking about that, you know, imagine living for 900 and. 62 years that that is a lot of years that is a lot of lot of life experience you would you would gather but for some reason Enoch uh, he stood out among his generation and his family and I want to have this theme when we look at his life you know what is it that we can learn from from him that we can apply into our lives and the theme that I wrote down or the message that I wrote down is uh, pleasing pleasing God. You know, how did, how did he do that uh, in his life? And how come he only lived only 300 years, a little more than 300 years? What was different about him in his life? And this is my questions to us 
today. Are you pleasing God? Um, am I pleasing God by how I live my life? Am I pleasing God? And what does it mean? You know, how do we do that? How do we do that in our lives? Is it doing the right things? When I say the right thing, do I please God? When I have the right heart attitude, does that please God? When I have a wrong attitude, you know, does that, does that please God? And these are, these are important questions to ask ourselves um, because that is how we grow in the Christian life. What can we do better as, a, as, a, as, as Christians today to have a more influence so that Jesus would be glorified in our lives? So, you know, just like a, as, a, as a child that knows that his parents love him, his or her parents love him, um, they want to please their mom and dad. And in a similar sense, you know, in the Christian life, you know, that is the kind of hard attitude that we are, we are to have as well. We, we know that Jesus loves us. We want to live for him and we want to live a life that, that pleases him. So what does that word please mean? What does that mean to you? Well, in a dictionary, uh, one of the definitions I've, I found is it means, simply means to, to satisfy. It's, uh, for example, um, it would be like um, when parents go uh, for a walk, for example, and come back and they find their kids, you know, they've swept the floor, they've mopped the floor, and they've done the dishes and folded laundry and all these kind of things. And then it's like, it's like, ah, oh, wow, that, you know, that's, that, that, satisfy, that satisfies the heart of, of a mom and dad. But in a Christian life, you know, how does, that, how does that work? Well, one of the main things, I guess, it would be for, for, for us as Christians, it would be to obey what God says in His Word, and that would satisfy His heart, and living a life to please Him. There was a quote of, of this writer, and in here it says, the only path to pleasure is in pleasing God. And this writer is named Richard Owen Roberts. The only path to pleasure is in pleasing God. So how did Enoch please God in his life? And so what do we know about him? What are the things that, that are written in the Bible that, uh, that we can read? Well, he was a, his father, his dad, was Jared. We know that. We know that he had a good relationship with God. Do you have a good relationship with God? And we know that he had a family. Uh, we know that he lived 365 years, and then he was gone. Where did he go? Why, why didn't he die like, like people in his, in his generation? And he had a good testimony. That's another thing that um, we know that the Bible talks about. So point number one um, in in this Bible character is that he was an ordinary man. He was like you and me. You know, he didn't have special powers that, uh, that somehow he, he, lived, he lived a better life. He was a, a family man. He had a, he, his son was Methuselah. And you know what? We as people ourselves, are, um, we're ordinary too. You know, but God um, can use our lives um, through the power of the Holy Spirit and through obedience and living out of the Word of God. 
and we can be a testimony in the Christian life in our, in our families, uh, among our community. And just thinking about other, other people in the Bible that we read that God used and they're ordinary people. And it would be like um, the fishermen, you know, the disciples that follow Jesus in, in, their, in their life, in the life of Jesus for three years when he lived on earth. The fishermen, and Jesus decided to choose, you know, some of those were fishermen, just ordinary men that, that he chose uh, and used for his glory. And Peter would be one of those fishermen, and he, he was also that guy that um, whenever there would be a question asked, he would have the answer right away. And he had some tough, tough times in his life. He was ordinary. Uh, he denied Jesus, and that was a huge, huge uh, thing in his life. But he, he cried af after that. He repented of, of that after. And then when we read about Peter in the book of Acts, you know, God used him mightily when the church was born. So even though he was ordinary, um, God used him. Just like Enoch and just like you and me, God can use us as well. Ministry is everywhere. Uh, I went to Keeping Ridge Bible uh, camp there. It was a fellowship for men. And I was in the airport, and it's funny. It is funny to me at times that how people look at you when you're carrying the Bible around the airport. <laughs> but I, uh, and me, I, I'm not a world traveler. So here I am in this big airport in Vancouver, and of course I got lost. But then I seen this captain. I walked over to the captain. I, I asked him uh, for directions. And then uh, he said, sure. And then I ended up talking to him. But I told him, this is what I told him. I told him, you are in a dangerous profession. Your plane can go down at any time, really. You don't know. And I said, and then I uh, told him the story about Jesus with robbers on either side of him. And one robber cried out to him and said, remember me. And Jesus said, for sure, I'll tell you, you will be with me in paradise. So what I'm essentially saying to you, Captain, is if the plane ever goes down, heaven forbid, cry out to Jesus Christ. And, and you know something? He told me that he was a Buddhist. And then he told me also uh, that his... Uh, daughter was in Campus Crusade. And I kind of chuckled at that. I, I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> but, but you know, I'll tell you something. He appreciated what I told him about Jesus Christ between the, the two robbers. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know when your time is up. Mm -hmm. Don't make plans for tomorrow without Jesus Christ in your life today, this minute. So uh, the mission field is all over the place. We also read in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5, and I'm going to turn to, to this verse. Hebrews talks about in this chapter, especially chapter 11 of uh, the writer of Hebrews talks about all those people that had faith in God, uh, lived their life in their faith, and God used them and, and, uh, because of their faith in God. So I'm going to read Hebrews 11 verse 5, and this is what it says, by faith. Enoch was taken up, taken away, so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased, 
he pleased God. And so that's point number two of, of this Bible character, Enoch, was that he was, he was a man of faith. Faith in what? Faith in God. And it's important that we, um, we not have many things that we're putting our faith in, but only in God, only in the Lord Jesus Christ, and only in the Word of God. Because other things are, um, if they're not of the Bible, if they're not of, of truth, that we're believing in those things, and those things can mix us up. But for Enoch, he was a, he was a man of faith. He trusted in God. He, his heart was being changed by, by God because he believed in him and wanted to live for him. So nothing could shake his, his faith. And, and that, that, that pleased God, you know, and that's, that's what we should be striving for in a Christian life as well, is to live a life that pleases the Lord Jesus Christ. So Enoch's faith in God had set him apart from all others in his generation. So he stood out among the people that, that are around him because of his, the relationship that he had with God in his life. I will serve thee because I love thee. You have given light to me. I was nothing before you Another one would be an example of that would be Abraham. You know, the Bible talks about him in, and Paul writes about him in Romans chapter 4, verses 19 to 25. In those verses, he talks about how Abraham was absolutely convinced of God's promise that he was going to provide a son for him, even though he was old. And he had faith in God. He was, he was totally convinced of, of God's promise and he believed in God. That's an example of, of a man of faith like like Enoch. And that's how we should be as well in the Christian life, trusting God as we will live for him in daily living. 
He had a good testimony. Enoch had a good testimony. Do you have a good testimony in your life, among your family, among your wife, sons, children, in the community, in your workplace? Do you have a good testimony as a Christian? Are you pleasing God there? Part of my testimony as well. Um, so even though there has been a lot of challenges as, as raising kids on my own, um, I have grown as a person um, and my, in my relationship with Christ um, because of the opportunity to raise my kids. And um, yes, it's been difficult, um, but uh, also I have gotten to know Christ better and, 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 and the Father because I've been able to see how God looks at me in the same way that I'm able to, that I look at my kids. Uh, I love my kids and I would do anything for them. And uh, it's just amazing to know that uh, the love that I have for my kids, God has that amount and more. And the way that he looks at me uh, is uh, unconditionally. And uh, it really has helped me to uh, grow in my relationship with God. One of the verses that um, immediately comes to my mind is Romans 8.28, which says, uh, God works all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purposes. Um, throughout my life and my walk with Christ, I've come, uh, I've had a lot of struggles. I've made a lot of mistakes. And uh, in spite of that, uh, the Lord has really shown um, a lot of grace to me and, and changed uh, made something good out of the mistakes that I've made in my life. And so that's a really meaningful verse for me because I can see how God has done that. And um, what was it in Enoch's heart that pleased God? And it would be this, a heart after God himself. You know what the Bible talks about David as a man after God's own heart? You know, he was the, the, one of the kings. He was one of the well-known kings in the Old Testament uh, for the Jewish people. And even though he made many mistakes, you know, that's, that's a very good testimony to have a man after God's own heart and, or a woman after God's own heart. And that's the kind of heart that we should, we should have as well. So Enoch, he, he pleased God, and he also was a diligent seeker in in Hebrews 11, verse 6, I'm read this verse now, it says, By, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So are you, are you like Enoch, who is a, a person, a man or a woman of faith in God? Do you have a good testimony? Uh, are you pleasing God? Are you a diligent seeker after, after God? This is our first mission trip in my entire life. So support raising, seeking like different types of financial support, and it was, it was total reliance on God. It was just like, it was amazing. And uh, he told me about two mission trips if I didn't get a chance to go to Mongolia. There's this other backup mission trip that happened like the next following month was in Montana on the Blackfeet Reservation. Uh, but I was like, why not both? <laughs> so I was like, why can't I do both? He's like, oh, well, you should pray about that and see how it like, goes. And I'm like, so the next day, called him back. I was like, I want to do both. <laughs> so we worked through that. And, um, 
I was kind of late in funding, like raising funding. So it was like two or three months before the, the summer ended. So I was kind of pushing, raising like, I don't know, like, I have no idea how much that was. That was just like eight, $9,000, I think. I have no idea. It was, just, it was a lot of money. But God somehow blessed me with going on both. So through that time, that introduction to mission trips and being that filled with like a total reliance on God, just it, it erupted my faith. And I just wanted to serve, serve, serve after that. And just like taking those chances just like really showed me the reliance on God that I really needed. So I was, I was, I was a huge blessing. So through that, I learned um, what it meant to have like I said, totally reliance of God and just like preaching the gospel to these nations, just like reaching these people that really need the edifying of the gospel and just telling my testimony to like Mongolian skateboarders and just reaching little Blackfeet kids at a skate park through like, through skateboarding. Wow. Through the very gift that God has bestowed on me since like I was a little kid, I can reach other people with it. And uh, yeah, it's been an amazing blessing. What else do we know about Enoch? Well, if you go back to Genesis chapter, chapter 5 and 24, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. So how is it that you and I can walk with God? Well, you know, it is through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, it is through the reading of the Word of God. It is through meditating on it, thinking upon the truth, and then an, an desiring to live it out in daily life. And also, part of walking with God is, is being in fellowship with other Christians. That's important, especially uh, a church that teaches the Word of God, and, uh, and, and people are being uh, strengthened in, in the faith. So that's important. So Enoch walked with God, and... Um, are you walking with God in every area of your life? And that's, that's a good question for, for myself as well. He pleased God. And point number three of Enoch, the Bible character, which was a real person, he was a rewarded man. I try to do that too, uh, just to share and uh, just to be there and to be uh, um, hospitable, what God calls us to be, right? And uh, she considers a field and buys it. From her prophets, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. <laughs> a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> and uh, we look and see how we can um, help others with what we have. And uh, to me, um, financial profit is not so much as um, profit in a spiritual sense because we profit a lot in the spiritual sense when we do things uh, what God wants us to do. And uh, this is more um, what I would like to see in my life, yeah. uh, uh, the profit of, um, of, um, in my spirit and in, uh, in sharing with others with whatever God gives us. And that's including in my own heart and in my own life, um, just the closeness of God as I work. He was a rewarded man. 
he did not die. And he was translated, the Bible talks about, talks, says it that way, he did not die. And so the goal, part of the, the desire of, of our Christian lives um, on a daily basis, our whole life would be to please the Lord Jesus Christ, to live a life that glorifies him. Pray that you are encouraged and strengthened uh, today. God bless you. Thank you, Frank, for sharing about Enoch and to all who shared experiences from their own lives. I hope they have encouraged and inspired you to please God in all that you do. As Frank explained and our guests illustrated, ordinary people can please God, and a big part of that is by being men and women of faith. If you want to learn more about developing your faith in God or how to put your trust in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, please contact us. We're always glad to help. Frank's final point was about how people who please God are rewarded. We trust you will carry on in pleasing God as He carries and blesses you. Sometimes life seems hard and you're barely getting by it's not always easy to shine in the night but god will give the courage his strength will see you through so keep on sharing the good news Carry on My brother Carry on My sister For the Lord Wants you To go and tell Carry on For lost souls Carry on The gospel up on high you'll see that it was worth it to give of your life for there are people who are lost and you showed them in the way and your reward is seeing them in heaven one day my brother carry on my sister for the Lord wants you to go and tell carry on for lost souls carry on the gospel don't Carry on, 
carry on. The gospel don't get. Rid. 